Friends, fiends, rapscallions, I know what you all must be thinking every time an episode is released of Easily Irritated. I'm sure you're all thinking, God, Mike is my favorite comedian. I love his stand-up. I love his podcast. I love Mike McCowan. I just wish I could have a podcast myself. I wish that people would want to listen to me talk. I wish, you know, I'm passionate about JoJo's Bizarre Adventures. Maybe I should start a podcast on that. But who's going to listen? And then I'm creating all this work, all this effort to just shout into the void? No, that doesn't sound fun. But here's where you're wrong, my friends. There's a magical little platform called Anchor. And it's everything you need or anything you want to create a podcast. It's completely free and there's creation tools to make it easy and fun for you to be able to do it literally anywhere. You can do it from your phone. You can do it from your computer. You can hold up your phone like you're talking to a friend and you're actually reporting a podcast. And the audio is amazing. This is what I used when I first started my podcast and it is a great app. It's a great platform and the best thing about it is you upload your podcast, send it away, and Anchor will upload it for you onto all the streaming platforms, onto Spotify, onto Applecasts, anywhere that you can listen to podcasts, you'll be able to hear your podcast. I'll be able to li- you can send me your podcast and I'll listen to it. Anyway, you're probably still thinking, I don't know, I'm a little on the edge here. I'm a little on the fence. Because even if I do create a podcast, who's going to listen? I'm never going to make money off the podcast. Not like you do. But see, this is where you're also wrong, my little wolf pups. With Anchor, you don't have to have a minimum listenership. You don't have to reach 500 people. You could reach one dude in South Carolina that lives in his mom's basement and he never wears pants. He only wears tidy whities all the time and his mom brings him oatmeal when he's hungry and corn dogs because who doesn't love corn dogs? It doesn't matter if that guy is your one and only fan because with Anchor, you don't have to have a minimum listenership. You could have one guy, two guys, 500 guys, 1,000 guys. It doesn't matter. You'll still make money off your podcast by reading ads much like I'm doing now. There's no minimum listenership. That's what's great about Anchor. It's everything you need literally in one place to make a podcast. Now, listen closely and I'll tell you how to do it, all right? It's super complicated. You might want to take some notes. Step one, open up your smartphone or iPhone. Go to the App Store and type in anchor.fm. Click the download button and get your podcast started. It's that easy. All right, now enjoy the show. All right, now we're live. This is turning up the levels. Oh, okay. Is your mic on? Yeah. I'm sitting here with comedian and director Travis Clark. Hello, hello, everybody. Thank you, thank you. Yes, indeed. And by the way, I'm not going to pick up a mic without turning it on. I like how you had to hold yours. (laughs) I'm used to holding it, though. I mean, it's long, black, 
cylindrical. It's okay. Well, mine's connected to the cord. <laughs> so, like, yours is wireless. Therefore, I feel like I would fidget with mine. <laughs> See, he laughs because he knows that it's true. It is. It is. It's, uh, it's valid. It's definitely like valid. i the table as I talk, too. <laughs> so, so here's... How was, how was life? How was your day? My day was interesting. Um, it was different than I expected. I'll say that. How's that? Well, I definitely expected to talk to a few more people than I did today, but... You're breaking my shit, Travis. That was definitely you. You dropped my vape pen. You that was definitely you. But I probably moved the table, but you should have caught it. You're in the military. I never played but athlete. My mic's wireless, so I could go get it. <laughs> well, I did play an athlete once. <laughs> <laughs> but here's, I mean, here's the thing. Look, I, you know, I intended on having a big old movie watching party, eating some popcorn, maybe some chips, drinking some soda. I brought popcorn. Yeah, brought popcorn. Uh, watching The Great Gatsby. Um, Good movie. Not the Leonardo one. Just sorry. I, Leo's is a great actor in his own right, but um, nah, I'll put it on someone else then. The, the script was horrid. It was a bad movie. It really was. It wasn't period correct, that's for sure. None of the hair or makeup was. No, nothing was. Now, Robert Redford, the script was very close to what the actual novel was. Dude, every time I... I was fucking... A director I worked with, and I don't want, want to say his name, but I mentioned to you off there what his name was. <laughs> and, uh, that zombie movie he did, he said that Robert Redford was like sponsoring and shit like that. So now every time someone says Robert Redford, I think of that son of a bitch. <laughs> well, my apologies for that, but you can't take it from the great Robert Redford for that. That's true. I, I would mean, make love to that man. The man's amazing. Can but he's. Oh, I got mine. Oh, but yeah. I, I will say I, I couldn't make love to that man. He's not my man crush. He's not. And he's just too old for me. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> You're here with the, the other actor? Uh, the um, Jacob. Jacob, yeah. Yeah. And he was saying his spirit animal was a mountain goat. He goes, what's your spirit animal? And I had to think about it. And first, I thought polar bear. And I thought, nope, that's too non-feeling, Michael. Let's go to your second spirit animal, which is a black bear in a blueberry field. Like rolling around in mud and shit. Because I saw that in real life, but it was amazing. But why? I was supposed to be in school, but whatever. You, you know <laughs> what your spirit animal is. It should have been an instant answer. An alpha Talk. chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean. That's because I have a toxic chihuahua at home. I gave her a valid, bath today. Valid. She's so fluffy. I used human conditioner on her, but dog shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> Because she needs to be soft and cuddled. So you know what you need to do then? Um, honestly, yes. you need to go get the the uh, um, hair and mane, I think it's called, shampoo yeah. and conditioner. Um, it's great. It was originally used for horses and shit. Yeah, that's what they use it for now. It was originally used on horses and yeah, stuff, it but it's horses. amazing. Um, but yeah, I mean, so I expected a big viewing party. That didn't happen. But that's fine, because now I'm doing a podcast, and I'm fine with that. Right? We were planning to do it anyway. Yeah. So this just makes it <laughs> earlier and more convenient. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, hey, it is what it is. I mean, the day is young. Dude, it doesn't feel like 100 out. Oh, no, it's cooling down a lot. It is definitely My cooling down a lot. My phone said before I started the podcast that it was like 100. Oh, we're, we're, we're on the front porch, too. You know, I mean, we are in, in the, the shade. shade. I guess. And the breeze is nice. We're in Arizona for you uh, 
non-binary, multinational uh, peoples. See, he says Arizona, and he doesn't say that correctly. We're in Phoenix, Arizona. We're not in the which white trash part. Is where when the devil goes on vacation, mm-hmm. this is where he avoids because he has to make sure his room has AC. Otherwise, oh, they are very familiar with the devil. <laughs> Aren't they, Warren? <laughs> indeed, indeed. <laughs> but no, it, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's been hot as hell lately, but it is cooling off, which is nice. You know, there's a breeze. We've had a little bit of rain, and by little bit, I mean four days out of a year. But uh, That's a yeah. lot. It, it, Dude, when it rains in Arizona, people don't come out. <clears throat> people don't know how to drive in the rain here. Dude, comedy shows in the rain are fucking dead. Huh. Yeah, I can bet. Like off the cuff and stuff like that, nobody would come out. They'd be like, "What is this acid falling <laughs> from the sky?" Well, I mean, think about. It. And you know what? To the be honest, floods, the <laughs> the only reason they have flash floods is because there's no. They can't soak in. No, that's not it. There's no freaking drains anywhere. Drive around this city. There's no damn drains. Yeah, but like, we don't have normal ground. It's like clay here. Yeah, but where's the water gonna go if it, there's nowhere for it to drain? It's just gonna puddle. That's true. But then again, it only rains four times a year. And even when it rains, the sun is still sitting there like that stage in Super Mario Brothers 3 where it's trying to kill you. Yeah. You know, World 3, yeah. when the sun is trying to kill you. That's that's Phoenix. Yeah. It, every day of life. Like, if I have to walk to the grocery store or the liquor store or something, just walk outside to get the mail. I have to look out and make sure the, he ain't looking so I can run before he hits me. Sun is no joke. It's oppressive. Dude, I was... uh probably talk about this too much but i was uh talk i was listening to the burt cast and he had just a read on and she was an ex-meth head so, and she has like holes burned in her eye from staring at the sun because she was convinced that the world was a video game and that nothing was real okay um Is that- <laughs> okay now okay here's the thing uh if you are listening out there, which I don't know, you might be. You'll know who I'm talking Maybe about. Maybe you're on meth. Um, <laughs> well, you were at this time, so you'll know who I'm talking about. <laughs> when, when I was about 14 or 15, I grew up in a pretty bad neighborhood at the time. All right, um, it was down on the south side of San Diego. It was uh, in an area of Chula Vista, known as the River Bottom. Okay, so I had numerous friends who would partake in that specific thing. Me, myself, no thank you. But I did have a few friends who uh, would partake in the meth every now and then. Now, there was one day where we were outside. It was like 7 o'clock at night. And my boy was so convinced that there were shadow people. Now, I've heard about them. I mean it. I I'm not saying. No, listen. I'm, I'm not saying he's saying I see people in the shadows. No, he is saying very specifically I see shadow people. Mm. No, I see shadow people <laughs> at the old spaghetti. Well, factory. that's haunted. That's different. I know. But these are the bushes. The these bushes aren't haunted. I planted them myself. <laughs> no one's died in the bushes, and I promise you, you I did not. A lot of things, Travis. Okay, but I promise you, I, I did you not bury those. anyone underneath that one. I saw you plant those jelly beans, and they turned into lollipops. You still haven't explained that trick. Either way. Me and your kids are wondering. Now, we have some questions, all right? 
<laughs> I've had a lot of dreams about that, and it just doesn't make sense with all the science and religion I was taught. Believe in Easter magic. But... At least until you're like 13. But now here's the thing. My soul children know that's how Jesus arose from the golden turkey and created 4th of July. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. I, I'm glad you didn't say, you know, Valentine's Day because we all know that was strictly you can created call them by. wolf pups too. Some oh. of them are wolf pups. Oh, okay. Some of them are chihuahuas, but they can all be. Oh, okay. Because I, but as I was saying, we all know very specifically that, you know, um, Valentine's Day was created by Hallmark. Nobody else. That are very lonely women. Well, it was. It wouldn't be lonely it's men. Really, it's really that men are the ones who have to I spend the money. I was with him because of uh, the Saint Valentine. Oh. I was like, why is why is this holiday representation of this man? Like he's a badass. Don't get me wrong, but it just doesn't make sense. <laughs> Most of the holidays don't. I mean, Saint Christopher was not this friendly individual you hear about. You know, Saint Christopher was a warrior at times, but. Is that what you hear? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> but, I mean, a lot of our history like that is, it's not made up. It's just Are people. Are you talking about the people who worship Santa Claus? Sure. Um, <laughs> the people who pray to the green god. Um, but, no. Let's I learned be... about Anunnaki the other day. Well, that's a, that's a nice one. But let's be honest. I mean, a lot of these things, you know, they come from a different religion in history that have just been used for other reasons. I mean, it is what it is. All these holidays have been around for hundreds, if not thousands of years. Christmas has been around long, long, long. And I know I'm going to offend a lot of Christians out there. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. Um, well, they know it's magic. Jesus was... Anyways, is at the end of the day, maybe little Rona, little COVID, the little Pandy, maybe it's making the big tough decisions that we can't. I mean, if you really want to think about it, COVID-19 is kind of a pro-change anti-racism virus because it's taken out our most racist generation. I mean, think about it. The oldest generation is the most racist. They're the ones who still use terms like colored and, and the blacks and things like that. And they're gonna die anyway, honestly. The virus is actually just killing people that are already past their natural expiration date. So it's just nature taking its course. Honestly, they would have just died of pneumonia anyway. That's what all people usually die from. Their lungs shut down, they get a virus, it turns into pneumonia, and they die. But jokes aside, I think at the end of the day, the world economy needs to... Well, it can't, it can't shut down any longer. We're gonna, we're gonna lose everything. You know, it's beneficial to some, sure, but... Uh, Others, they're losing their livelihoods and their businesses. So instead of uh, blowing your nose into your hand and flicking it on the curb and licking your hands clean, use a tissue like a grown adult. Instead, you know, of putting that tissue in your pocket for later use, throw that tissue away in the trash and then wash your damn hands after. Now, 
I know what a lot of you are thinking right now. You're listening to that and you're thinking, Phew, that was oddly specific. And to those of you, I would say you're right. That was oddly specific because it was true. I already admitted I'm an Arizona trash bag, right? I'm making the change and that's all that really matters. That's all that we can all do, all right? For pandemic purposes, I will lie to you so you feel better. And I say, I only used my hand as a tissue one time when I was a teenager. When nobody was looking, probably. But like I said, that is in fact a lie. The sad truth is, I've done that more times than I can possibly remember. And always as a full-grown adult. And to be honest, I have no idea if anyone saw me, nor do I care if they saw me or not. They'd probably be thinking, what a savage. And they'd be right. But as the pandy came, I realized my trash bag ways. And stopped nearly all of them. And if we can all collectively be less disgusting human beings all together, I think we might be happier and safer, you know? I do, however, think I should be able to urinate wherever I want. You know, women too, I don't care, just do it out, don't do it in the middle of the sidewalk, you know, go by a bush somewhere. But I have the ability, especially as a man, to be able to pee wherever I want. So if I have to abide by society's rules, Fine, I'll use a water bottle, okay? I'll pee in a water bottle in my car. Why should I have to use the extra gas and time to go to a gas station and pee? Not all gas stations have bathrooms, all right? Now I have to go into a, a paid, paid establishment and, and buy a soda in order to pee? Now I'm just starting the process all over again. It doesn't make sense. Why am I a trash bag if I want to piss in a water bottle? Why am I the bad guy? <clears throat> anyway. <clears throat> but the pandy aside. I know everyone's st still around the world. Still reeling from the brutal murder of George Floyd. In broad daylight by a white police officer while three other police officers including his Asian partner stood idly by and just watched the most <clears throat> the most disturbing and haunting thing about that video too is not the murder itself the murder itself is just like any unjustified murder it's awful but the most haunting thing about that video is the murderous cop the murderer in that video the cop that murders the guy he gazes directly into the camera and smirks, letting the viewer know that he knew he was being filmed. And he thought he would get away with it if it wasn't for those pesky Twitter kids. But uh, he didn't. Unfortunately, you can't just assassinate a handcuffed black man in broad daylight and have it go viral online. It doesn't work out in your benefit usually. Surprisingly, though, he hasn't been charged with murder one yet, which is just banana pants, if you ask me. <clears throat> but whatever, no one asked me. 
<clears throat> I myself, well, you know, I've been arrested. But, uh, you know, unfortunately, cops just see guys like Floyd, anybody who's up to no good, probably, as just another criminal. And I've been arrested about three times for stupid stuff, you know. And I even, uh, I've, you know, last year I went through the jail system for four months. And, uh, I even went through restrictive housing, a.k.a. the hole, which is how it sounds. Awful. And, uh, those crimes, uh, not all of us. She'll be crazy just like me. You know, in different ways, obviously, hopefully. But, sorry to take a little break. I know we just had an ad. But, I really do need to tell you. I need to further instill my point. You know, we live in a time of some craziness, all right? There's some riots going on. There's a COVID-19 virus going on. There's all this talk about defunding the police department. I'm sure you want to give your opinions out there. Shout them out there. You know, get some following behind you. You know, up the morale a little bit in society in America. God knows we could all have a little content that would let us, you know, escape from all the awfulness in the world. Surely this podcast doesn't do it for you. So create your own, all right? When I was first trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. One being, am I going to have to upload my podcast to each platform individually? To Spotify, to Apple, to everywhere? Because that's, that's going to be super annoying, and I don't want to do that. Well, that's when I heard about Anchor. It's a one-stop, all you need to create a podcast. They upload, you upload it onto Anchor. Oh, here's my little podcast. I'm talking about riots and what flavor ice cream I like. I send it into Anchor. They upload it. And they distribute it for me on Spotify, Apple, everywhere. You can listen to a podcast you will hear about Easily Irritated. It is that awesome. But here's another question I had. Will I ever make money? Like, let's say I do develop a fan following. Will I make money? Will I be able to apply for sponsors? But here's what I didn't know is... You don't even have to have a minimum listenership with Anchor. No. You can make money from your podcast right away. I don't, I wouldn't expect a lot of money. But, you know, two cents from every listener, that adds up, you know? So, the answer to every one of these questions is simple. Anchor, all right? Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with the great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcasts. Why have advertisers, oh, this is for hymns. If you're uh, losing your hair and your dick doesn't work, come here and use my code word. They're not going to match you up with randos like that, okay? They know your podcast advertisers 
advertisers advertisers know your demographic all right they know the message you're trying to get out and they will match sponsors to you to the content that you offer that means you can get paid to podcast right away in fact that's what i'm doing right now by reading this ad now all all right my i was shaking a little bit i tried to light a cigarette to calm myself sam gave me one and as I was smoking this cigarette, you know, Kane's friends, I didn't know them very well, but they weren't help, all right? They were off on the side. And they were saying, you know, just let them fight. Your brother's pissed. He wants to kick his ass. His fists are clenched. And I was like, I'm smoking a cigarette, all right? My other fist, it's cold and chilly outside, even though it's July. Either way. I want to fight people. If you're angry about, you know, that, I'll give you a free shot. How about that, cool buddy? Little friend, I'll give you a free shot right at me. I hit you, you hit me, and then we're square. And then he looked me up and down and he said, no, I'm not going to hit you. And I said, okay, dealer's choice then. And I hit him in the same place I hit him previously. In the nose. Square in the nose. It's a clear crack now. Just a underneath the skin, bloody crack. His nose is slightly askewed now. And that's when he tackled me. He uh, hit me low. He hit me a low, a low blow. And... Uh, I was down on the ground. He was physically on top of me. He knocked my cigarette out of my hand. And uh, he was trying to fish hook me with his mouth. Well, with my mouth. Like he had his finger in my mouth like a fish hook. He was like stretching my mouth weirdly to the side. Like it hurt. Don't get me wrong. But it was just a weird thing to do. That's a weird. If there is a fighting move like that then he was doing it in a weird way that you're not supposed to. It felt very rapey. I felt a little unsafe. And in a blind rage, I was looking for a rock, you know, to try to hit him off of me. But I burned myself on the cigarette I knocked out of my hand. So I grabbed that cigarette that I had knocked out of my hand that I burned myself on, and I jammed it into his ear. That was a psycho moment, for sure. But uh, he yelled at all his friends to get me off of him, but he was technically physically on top of me. So I call that a win. <sighs> anyway, he was apparently so fucked up that, uh, not like from the fight, but from the liquor, you know, that, um, you know, I went... You know, after he got up a second time and I was thrust down by the birthday boy, Jake, who was just a giant man. And I was thrust down. It hurt more than anything that uh, Kane did. Kane tried to hit me a few times, but it went. his fist went into the ground. He hit me like one time, but not very hard. I didn't even leave a mark. It was kind of sad. It's kind of pathetic. But anyway, I woke up my mom and dad at the time, 
And uh, I was like, you know, this is a situation that is out of my hands. And you get the big guns. And my dad got his actual gun and went outside and told the kids, get off my property. And Kane, being a cocky little cocky is, said, make me, old man. And my dad turned to my mom and said, uh, Val, I think I'm going to kill this kid. And she said, no, we have security cameras and there's witnesses. And he tried, Kane tried to uh, vandalize my, my 1991 Chevy Blazer at the time and tried to break the front window. Older cars, pretty strong glass. See, I had twisted his hand backward when he was physically on top of me, and I definitely heard a crack, right? It was mostly his fingers and stuff, but I heard a crack. And so when he hit my window with his already broken hand, he broke it more. Nothing happened to my window. But things happened to his hand. I've seen him, you know, in recent years, just random places at the grocery store, you know, driving around. I really fucked his nose up. He looks like a completely different person. He's jacked as shit now. Don't get me wrong. Muscular as fuck. Probably from that experience. Heard he doesn't drink anymore, too. Probably a good idea. But that's the only fight, and I felt terrible about it. I'm not a physical violence guy. You know, I'll talk all the shit in the world, but I don't actually want to fight anybody. I'm not a fighter, you know? I'm a silly goose. I like to joke around. I like to be fun. Sometimes my humor's a little mean, you know? But, uh, you know, I wouldn't joke around about you or to you or with you. If I didn't like you, or if I wasn't a fan, you know? But what ifs? Some people can take things the wrong way. Especially in comedy. It's only so many times you can say, just joking, you know? I mean, granted, everything I do is mostly a joke. But people, if you say it often enough, people are like, no, I don't think you're joking. Listen, man, just because I have a straight face when I say it. It's part of being hilarious. I don't want to break character right when I'm trying to fuck with someone on the street for no apparent reason. Anyway, nice little rant, 13-minute rant we got going on there. So much for shorter episodes, Mike, but whatever. Neandering a little in the beginning, but we got it back on track a little bit. So, hopefully this Thanksgiving's a little cool, you know, since it's my first Thanksgiving back out of jail. That's pretty nifty. A nifty, nifty time. Mike. Hey, did you knock, bro? Sif. No, you just walked in. The door was open. I don't care if the door's open. The door's open. So, sport. My dog, by the way, you guys. Doesn't get Yancey and knock on the door with his paw because he's smart like that. He not he does the little tap 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 and then he goes. Rrr, 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 rrr. 
You can see he mumbles to me like Mushmouth, like Scooby-Doo. He looks kind of like Scooby-Doo, but shorter with pointy ears. Because he's an Australian cattle dog and not a Great Dane. Pretty sure that's what Scooby-Doo was. Anyway, what do you want? I'm doing a podcast right now, man. Granted, it's mostly over. It's just doing the little wrap-up thing that, you know, I'm Mike McCowan. You know, this is easily irritated, that kind of stuff. But now you're interrupting it. Why? Why can't you just edit it out? I don't want to edit it out. I don't feel like it. What do you want? The little people here are here to, uh, you ordered 60, you hired 60 little people. Why? To play elves for Christmas. They're going to be clown elves. It's going to be amazing. We're going to decorate the yard with them like they're gnomes. All right. Well, where do you want them? What kind of stupid fucking question is that? Barnaby, come on. They're elves. They're little people. They're elves. They should be elves. Get them in hair and makeup. Put some clown shit on them. And then put them where elves go. With the reindeer. Bro. Come on. I thought we were better friends than that. That we would just know each other. Simpatico salamanders. But apparently not, man. Apparently not. Also, Wolf Pops, don't forget if you want more comedy-related content, you can follow me on Instagram, Mike McCowan Stand Up. That's my insty name, my gram name, my gram tag. You know, M-I-K-E-M-C-C-O-W-A-N Stand Up. How hard is that to spell? Also... For live comedy dates and more comedy content, I'm also doing a show with comedian Ryan Osborne called SideQuest, where we uh, we do review board games and movies and nerd such things, but also we're wizards, glam rock wizards, you know, in a tavern. You know, we'll see how that goes. Anyway. You can also go to my website, laughingmike.com. L-A-U-G-H-I-N-G-M-I-K-E.com. I don't know why I paused on my name. Anyway, laughingmike.com for more and live comedy dates and tickets and such. Anyway, a few, I feel like there's a few in December that's coming up. I need to look at my calendar, update it for you guys. Anyway, I love you and happy Thanksgiving. Thank you for listening.